Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. Hey there, sunshine. When you want to feel better, the truth is your gut health, it really matters. This is super important. So today we're talking about what are prebiotics, why do they matter, and what is the best way to get them for optimal health. Let's go. Hey sister, welcome to the Power on Plants podcast. Are you tired of staring into the fridge wondering what to eat so you can just feel better? Do you want to avoid spending hours in the kitchen making complicated meals in the name of health? Would you love to leave fatigue behind and finally have the energy to do all the things you want to do? Hi, we're Sheridan and Anita Roussel, Christ followers, healthcare professionals, parents of four, and big fans of great tasting food. We too tried exercising more, eating natural and clean foods, but we still found ourselves struggling with what we thought were changes that come with age or bad genes. And we weren't finding answers the traditional route, so we dug into the research and created our secret nutritional weapon, sustainable plant-based living. The truth is you can eat more whole plant foods and it's not hard. You just need the way that's realistic and delicious so you never feel deprived. If you're ready to enjoy your meals, no longer be held back by your health struggles and actively live your life, then you're in the right place. So grab your favorite plant-based cup of happy, pop in those earbuds, and let's get started. I don't know about you. I don't know where you are right now, but as for Anita and I, it is cold down here. So cold. Florida it does get cold, especially over in the panhandle. And I, I joked with somebody not too long ago that it's summer in Florida, but we're just having cold summer right now. <laughs> now, so, if you're up north, please don't hate us. Please don't hate don't. us. Yes. I mean, we're talking 40 degrees. We're in the 40s. That's freezing dust. Yeah. <laughs> 70s, a bit chilly now. You just get adjusted to the heat. Even though it's cold and you may not feel like going outside, you still have the opportunity for community. So... That's true. That is so you, true. Yeah. So if you have not joined us in our podcast insiders experience, please do so. We love all the people coming in. It's been just such a wonderful experience. And the only thing it's missing is you. And it'll we need war- you to join us. And being a part of Pi is going to warm your heart. See what I did there? See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> so, it will. But I really mean that. I mean, we have. I'll turn to Jared the other day and I said, we have the best group of people. I mean, the best plant-based group that I know of. I've been a part of a lot of them. And it's like, you can come in here and share real life and you don't have to be on social media. By the way, if you don't like social media, you've totally found your fan. We don't either. (laughs) We don't love social media. And if you do love it, 
that's okay too. We're not going to judge you. You just probably won't meet with us there. So we really are all about getting you results and social media can be so distracting. It can so easily pull you away from what's really important in your life. I think our enemy uses social media to distract us along with many other things. It's one of his primary tactics. When you're in a group like this and you can stay inspired and encouraged and gain the ideas that you need, you are going to go farther and so much faster too. And that's what we're here for. Okay, you're probably asking, I want to be a part of this. How do I do it? Go to poweronplants.com, P-I-E. That's That's poweronplants.com slash pie, podcast insider's experience. Yes, poweronplants.com forward slash P-I-E. And we will see you there. We can't wait to get to know you more. And today we are talking about what are prebiotics? Why do they matter? And what is the best way to get them into your life for optimal health? If you've known us for long, you know we are all about making things simple. So this is the Making Prebiotics Simple episode. And we want to start out by making sure that you know that your gut is inhabited by trillions of bacteria. Trillions. You might have heard them referred to as your gut microbiome. Some of these bacteria are good and some can be harmful to your body. And your health is determined in large part by the ratio of these bacteria that are found in your gut. So everyone's gut microbiome is different. It's made up of different ratio of these bacteria, good versus bad, beneficial versus harmful. So the goal here is for the good gut guys. We call these the beneficial gut bacteria to thrive. And the other goal is to starve the bad guys. Research shows that the composition of your gut bacteria is greatly affected by what is on your fork and goes into your mouth. So your diet matters a lot here. Now, I'm not talking about dieting. When I say diet, we mean what you're eating. Yes. Okay, the way you're eating. What you eat travels directly through your digestive tract. So the question is, what do the good gut bacteria eat? What do they thrive on? What's their food? Their food is fiber. Have you heard of prebiotics before this episode? Have you heard of prebiotics? Well, that's what fiber is. Fiber is a prebiotic. Prebiotics are not digested by the body, but instead they act as food for the beneficial bacteria in your gut. Your good gut bacteria feast on these prebiotics, this fiber, and then... As a result, they make short-chain fatty acids. You might have seen them written as SCFAs, short-chain fatty acids. Now, what are short-chain fatty acids that are being made by these good gut bacteria? They can be used by our intestinal cells for energy. But even more importantly, they have anti-inflammatory and anti-cancer effects. Now, when you're talking about fighting inflammation, this is going to affect so much of how you feel and what you're able to accomplish in life. Because you know how you feel when you're inflamed. You're hurting. Things aren't working right. Inflammation that's chronic that goes on and on day after day can cause many different diseases. So when you have the good gut bacteria, they're eating these prebiotics, this fiber on a regular basis that you're feeding them through the foods you eat. They are in turn making for you these anti-inflammatory, anti-cancer, short-chain fatty acids. And this has ramifications, not just for your gut, which it does help there because it helps to reduce inflammation, which allows your body to heal that one cell layer thick lining in your intestines that helps to separate the food from your body. 
Mm-hmm. Because what we don't want are food molecules that are too big to be absorbed. Then the body sees it as something foreign and then may create an allergic response or at least an inflammatory type response. But those are absorbed into the bloodstream, travel all around the body, and even can impact your brain. It can help to lower inflammation in the brain. So it, what do, it really what inspires What are you talking your, about there? Are you talking about the short-chain fatty acids? Short-chain fatty acids. Yeah, okay. That makes perfect sense to me. So when that happens, then that affects your body in a positive way because they can then be yes. absorbed by your body and travel around, and they're affecting different areas, not only your digestive tract. Right, and a common one is called butyrate. So if you've ever heard of butyrate, that is a short-chain fatty acid. Well, here's something that's very important for you to remember when your goal is having a body that feels good. Animal products do not contain any prebiotics, okay? No fiber at all. And a muscle fiber, which is simply a term for a muscle cell, they call it fiber because they're very, very long cells, but that is absolutely not the same thing as fiber found in plants. That is not a prebiotic. Just think about that for a moment. I want you to wrap your mind around what you just learned about prebiotics how they're used, they're food for your gut bacteria. And if you're not eating the foods that contain them or you're eating a lot of the foods that don't, you're fueling the poor gut bacteria because the good gut bacteria are not thriving and the bad ones can get out of control. So remember, animal products contain no prebiotics, no fiber at all. And the second most important thing to remember here is that plants are filled with prebiotics. They are full of fiber. And that's going to feed your good gut bacteria. It's what they're down there crying out for right now. I need food. Feed me fiber. I need my prebiotics because that's what they eat. Now, of course, they don't have lingo. They don't know what they're called. These are names we've given these things, right? But we know that's what they're fueled on. And so if we want to have our good gut bacteria flourish, so we don't have high inflammation, so we reduce our risk of cancer, so we, our body can be making the short chain fatty acids that travel all over our body and that help to fight inflammation and fight disease, then we want to be eating the foods that are filled with prebiotics. Now you might be asking, okay, you've got me convinced I want to eat more prebiotics. What's the best one that I can get? Well, really, there is not just a best one. There are a lot of them, and that different bacteria feed on different ones. So if you were to try to isolate it to one specific one, like a popular one is called inulin. Now, it looks like the word insulin without the S, but it is called inulin. In certain foods like vegetables, asparagus, um, our favorites, garlic, onion, leeks, these are good sources of inulin. If you were to go out and buy it in a commercially available form, you are getting a supplement. Yes, you'd be getting just that one. And, and certain ones, certain bacteria in our guts may love that, but then others may not. And you're going to get an imbalance. And that's right. not good. It can be dangerous not only to do that, to buy one-off things like that. And it could be a waste of your money because you're buying these expensive prebiotic supplements and you're not getting as many as you could get if you spent that money on food. I mean, I think about all the great food you could buy, what you could be getting and everything else they're packaged with, right? God made these things in package. He didn't make them to be eaten one by one. Like, I've got this amount of this prebiotic on my plate and this amount of this prebiotic on my plate. It's not that complicated. God's ways just are not that complicated. But then you're not getting all the other stuff. So Mm -hmm. like with garlic and onion, we've talked a lot about all the different health benefits that go with it. So if you're stripping just that one prebiotic off of it, then you're missing all the multiple benefits. 
whereas you can just cook with the whole foods. Right. But there are prebiotics that they have acknowledged that they just still don't know what they are yet. Right. So we've got ones that we know without a doubt are prebiotics, but there are probably others in food that certain bacteria may use that we just haven't been able to isolate or identify. The takeaway message is just get a good variety of plants. Mm -hmm. Another popular prebiotic would be pectin. Mm -hmm. I mean, pectins that have been stripped out and used for jellies. Well, why don't you get them in food? You can find them easily in things like apples, apricots, green beans, raspberries, potatoes, tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Just eat these foods and you're naturally getting them anyway. If plant foods are filled with these amazing prebiotics, which feed your good gut bacteria, again, like Jared was saying, many of us have our brain go to this point where we say, well, then which plant food should I be eating? And Jared's named off several different by name. And I'm sitting over here going, oh, we probably shouldn't even name any because I know what happens. Then you're making a list of all those different things and you want to have that list of specific foods for the next time you go shopping so you can buy just those foods and start eating those. But that is not going to be to your benefit here. So we could give you a full list of specific foods which contain prebiotic that you should start fretting over eating today. But we want to make this super simple for you so you can stop worrying so much about this specific food or that specific food. When you start worrying so much over one specific food or another to get one specific nutrient you're after, you can easily get sidetracked, miss out on other important nutrients that actually increase its use or absorption or conversion, and even start eating too much of that one thing to the detriment of others. So here's the easy way to be sure that you're getting the prebiotics that your good gut bacteria require so that you can thrive. And that is eating a lot of the five power foods. Even to what you just said, I gave a list of the different foods. It should have sounded a lot like what's already in your fridge and your pantry. Let's just say that's true if you've been listening to us for any amount of time. We have over 260 episodes now and growing. You may be listening to this a couple of years down the road, and there are way more than that. And we give actionable steps every time. So if you're finding your new favorites and you got one and then another and another, and you're buying the ingredients for those and you're using those ingredients over and over again, and then you're adding a new one that you love and you've got another thing that you love, and there's all these wonderful things to eat in your fridge and pantry and freezer. It's like Jared's saying, those things are already there for you to enjoy. You already have them. These are not special different foods that you have to go out and get. No, and that is why we love eating this way. It is so very freeing and it can be so simple, but we do believe it is super important for you to understand the why behind it, the science behind it. So you can be freed from all the lies that you believe from our enemy, the things he uses to keep us distracted. So right here, you just want to get more of the five power foods. What are they? Fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts and seeds, and legumes. Why? Because all of them, yes, even fruit, even a banana has fiber. There are a couple of different types of fiber, but you need to get all of these. Don't worry about, is it soluble? Is it insoluble? Just get the fiber, get the nutrients, get these things that you want. So we know now, we've reviewed, for those of you who've been here for a while, and we've talked about for the first time, if you're just joining us for the first time, What are the five power foods? Why? Because these are the whole plant foods. Fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts and seeds, 
and legumes. And within each of those categories, there are many foods for you to enjoy. This is not limiting. This is going to be the easiest way you've ever eaten when you learn how to make it quick, simple, and delicious. So the foods that you would think don't even contain much fiber, like fruit that we just talked about, contain more than you would think. It is there. And fiber is healing. Say that with me. Fiber is healing. Listen, there are so many of us that have spent our lives constipated. Yes, I'm going there. I'm going there. This is super important because there's so many people that will not talk to you about this and it causes a whole host of problems. Well, this is just a natural process of digestion. Seriously, it's real life. And we're all about real around here. This affects more than you realize. If you do not have a healthy gut and you cannot have a healthy gut if stuff is sitting there rotting in your system for days and possibly even a week or more. That's not normal. So you've got the nasty products that your body's trying to get rid of, trying to flow through, and it can't move because there's no fiber. And now your bad gut bacteria are thriving and your good ones can't because they don't have the fiber. And so things move slow because all you're eating is animal products and dairy, or that's the majority of what you eat with your little side of vegetables that makes you feel good. Oh, I got vegetables. You know, I eat my broccoli about two times a week and I eat a little asparagus here and there. Yeah, you need to be filling your plate with those things every day. And I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. This is no condemnation zone. Just look at getting more today than you did yesterday and finding the way to do that that you actually enjoy, not doing it just because you feel like you need to. You've got to get them in a way you actually enjoy because it works with your real life. It's quick. It's simple. It's delicious. I'm going to say it over and over again. But But that's the method. That's it. This is our passion. This is actually what brings healing. So we keep saying it over and over again because we know that new people may listen to this. But also, too, sometimes we need repetition. I always need repetition. Sometimes we need to hear it multiple times so that it can become incorporated into us. We can believe it. It just becomes part of our mindset. It's It's your new habit. It's like it redefines your character. It redefines the way you think. Once you have these things that you say, it's like we were talking about on the episode a couple back. And we were talking, it's such a good episode. We were talking about how many times you say that something is good. A food is good. Oh, that I love that meal. It's so good. But is it good for you? If it causes you to be sick, if it causes the health struggles that are keeping you stuck, is it good? We say all these different things we talked about on that podcast that trip us up, that are not for our good, or that are just not true. And so we want to make sure we're saying those things that are true over and over again. So say to yourself, fiber is healing. My gut bacteria need them for their food, my good gut bacteria. And they're not going to thrive if they don't have it. And so when your digestive system gets stopped up and slowed down because you're either not getting enough water or you're not eating a large amount of whole plant foods, like it's the majority or all of what you're eating, Things are going to slow down. They're going to stop up because you don't have the fiber that physically keeps the stuff moving through and the water. And then your good gut bacteria are not getting what they need to thrive. And so the bad ones are out of control. The good ones are worn out and dying off. And then that causes a whole host of health problems. And that is why prebiotics matter. Fiber matters. And you just can't get it through meat. And dairy, I mean, I was a dairy queen. I understand what this is like. So look, we're just going to talk real talk about bowel movements for a moment. Your poop should look like a long, smooth snake. If it looks more like a corn cob, like it's lumpy looking or it's in pieces, that is not normal. And you're going to have problems down the road with your digestive tract. 
That's just the simple truth. People develop diverticulitis where they get inflammation in their digestive tract. or and when It creates these pouches that develop off of the, the large intestines, the colon. So the two most common things that come to mind for this type of situation is diverticulosis and hemorrhoids. Right. Because you're having to work harder to move something through that shouldn't be. Because it's just sitting there, it's not moving, more water gets absorbed from that stool matter, so it gets drier and harder, and then your body has to work harder to eliminate it. But then you think about that one cell thick lining in your digestive tract as you go. And so you've got that one cell lining thick, and you've got something that is hard and lumpy scraping those cells all the way down. Plus inflammation. That's causing problems there. It's causing problems. Yes. So you get bloated, you get polyped. There's all kinds of problems that happen when your body can't get rid of the waste or when it's difficult to do so. And let's just not even talk about the time that you waste in the bathroom. I'm serious. Like we have people come to us and they're like, Anita, Jared, I had no idea. Like TMI, I know it's TMI, but I had no idea I had been constipated for so long. I thought having one bowel movement a week or one every other day was normal. This is the lowdown on what you should be looking for. So if you don't have the long, smooth snake and it's not at least once a day minimum, then you've got problems going on. You need more fiber. That's the sign. That is the warning sign. I need more fiber. I need more water. So up your fiber and water. Now, by eating whole plant foods 100% of the time, you're already upping your water. So you're already ahead of the game and you're already upping your fiber because that's where you get your fiber. Well, if you're 100% plant-based, I mean, you're going to get the daily amount of fiber you right. need. There's really no way to increase it unless you just eat more plants. Ding, ding, ding. And therefore, that should make your job easy. And that should bring to mind and jog your memory about what we've talked about in this episode today. You don't need to worry about, should I get that food for more fiber? And should I eat that food for more fiber? No. You want to get a wide variety of whole plant foods so you're not going to worry about this food or that food. The best thing you can do for your health right now today is to learn one simple, enjoyable way to eat more whole plant foods than you did yesterday and keep doing that day after a beautiful, glorious, delicious day. And if you're not sure how to do that, go right now and join us inside Podcast Insider's Experience, where you're going to get loads of inspiration and ideas for how to walk out this plant-based journey in the way that's enjoyable and will fuel your body well. That's at poweronplants.com forward slash P-I-E. Poweronplants.com forward slash pie. And we will see you there. Have a great week, sunshine.